Have you ever wondered how really, really wealthy people put money into Roth accounts? Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. As a business owner, your income and tax bracket may change year over year. Even if it doesn't, you need to know the basics about Roth conversions. Do you think you make too much money to contribute to a Roth account or put more inside of a tax-free growth account? Well, think again. This is something I look at with clients every year. As a business owner or individual looking at ways to reduce your lifetime tax bill, tax strategies are important. And the more money you can put inside of a tax-free growth account like a Roth IRA could help you achieve this. In this episode, I'm going to go over the basics of Roth conversions so that in future episodes, I can dive deeper and outline some more thoughts and considerations and strategies important and related to Roth conversions. There is just so much to know about Roth accounts, but we have to cover the basics first. The points I'm going to cover in today's episode are about who is eligible to do a Roth conversion, what are the limits, some thoughts on timing and when to do it, and of course, how do you do it? So let's jump in. The first thing you need to know about Roth conversions is that Anyone and everyone who has a traditional IRA or traditional qualified retirement plan like a 401k, 403b, or 457 plan is eligible. There are no income limits on who can do Roth conversions. Yes, in theory, you could make a billion dollars a year and still do a Roth conversion. What I often see in here when I work with clients is a confusion between the terms Roth contribution and Roth conversion. A Roth contribution is when you take new money and add it to your retirement accounts that wasn't previously inside of a Roth account. This is when you take money out of your paycheck and apply it to a 401k, or from your bank account, you move it to a retirement account. Yes, there are significant income limits to pay attention to when contributing to Roth accounts in this way. However, there is a major difference and distinction in monies that you already have inside of traditional retirement accounts. When you are doing a conversion, you are taking money that is already inside of a traditional IRA or traditional 401k or other retirement account and moving it and paying the taxes on it into a Roth account. So there is a major difference between the word conversion and the word contribution. It's not just synonymous financial lingo. You're not alone if you've gotten these terms confused, and many people don't realize that they're able to put more inside of a Roth account this way while still making a substantially high income. 
Now, without knowing your particular situation, I can't tell you if it makes sense or not to do, but you just need to know that this is an option so that you can take it to your tax preparer or financial advisor and ask them the right questions every year. And that right question is, should I do or not do a Roth conversion this year? This is a core part of tax and financial planning that I do with clients every year. The second thing you need to know about Roth conversions are the taxes involved. This is likely the most important section to pay attention to, as you likely got a tax deduction when you originally contributed the money to your traditional account. Now, when you take the act of moving the money from the traditional account to a Roth account, you owe tax in the year that you make the conversion. So you must have a plan for paying the tax in that year, especially if you are under age 59 and a half, you can't pay the taxes from the conversion out of your retirement account. Otherwise, you would likely face a large penalty. This is really important to pay attention to. Sometimes people get carried away making Roth conversions and don't have a plan for the taxes that come up, or they get blindsided come tax time and they have to scrounge out some monies to make a massive tax payment. If you do a Roth conversion, I suggest considering making a large quarterly estimated tax payment right after you do your conversion. The third thing we need to think about is the timing. When should we do it? What year should we do it in? If you think your income will only keep growing in the future, or if say you had a down year or took a sabbatical this year, you may not even need to think too much about the benefits as they may be so apparent in doing it this tax year. However, if you want to be a little more scientific, as a business owner, you need to project forward what your taxable income could look like for the year and then see what your marginal tax rate looks like. What that is, is the tax rate on every additional dollar of income you earn. This will help you see if it makes sense to do a Roth conversion this year or not, potentially waiting until next year. Also, as a business owner, it can be really helpful to look at past tax years, see what tax brackets you were in in the past, and see if you can notice any patterns or trends. Do note that even if you don't expect to be in a higher tax bracket in the future, a Roth conversion can still make a ton of sense for you. Another aspect to think about in relation to timing is how has the stock market done this year and last, and what is expected of the markets over the next few years? I plan to do an entire episode on this in the future, but if the markets are down, a Roth conversion could make even more sense for you to do. A fourth major thing that you need to know about Roth conversions is how much you can convert in any one year. The good news here, you are only limited by the amount you have inside of your traditional IRA or qualified retirement plan. There is no cap on the amount you can do in any one tax year. Also, it is not an all or none proposition. You can do as little or as much as you want. I suggest you create a plan to do a multi-year strategy as oftentimes doing it all in one year isn't the best approach. This helps us be strategic year over year and fill out our tax brackets, aka not get killed in taxes in any one year. I suggest you add Roth conversions to your annual financial planning checklist as something to review before year end. The next major point that I want to make about Roth conversions are about knowing what your goal with them is. Know your reasons for doing one. There are a ton of reasons why I love doing Roth conversions. Those include lowering your lifetime tax bill, hedging tax rates, 
planning for unexpected expenses, tax-free growth in the future, etc., etc., etc. But you need to be crystal clear on your reasons for doing one and explore your situation in its entirety. If you do a Roth conversion, it could impact other areas of your financial life. I'm going to do an entire episode on some of the biggest mistakes I see people making with Roth conversions, so definitely keep those in mind if you're going to make one. But essentially, a few major things to be on the lookout for is if you currently receive any subsidized government benefits or have charitable goals as a primary focus for you in the future, you may need to do some more analysis on Roth conversions as they may not be right for you. The last point I'm going to make about Roth conversions here for this episode is talking about how easy they are to do them and what's involved. The actual action itself of moving funds from one account to the other is relatively straightforward to do through most custodians. Once you do it, it's pretty much an irrevocable decision, so don't think you can go backwards on it. It should take nothing more than a few clicks on your custodian's website or a simple form to sign to execute the Roth conversion. Now, the hard part comes in doing the analysis and the thought process of does a Roth conversion make sense for me and especially does it make sense for me to do this tax year as I look forward into the future? There's no shortcut for that analysis and it's a part of your primary tax planning every year to do. However, it is something that a good financial advisor or tax preparer can likely help you with. One other layer of confusion may lie in how to report this come tax time. Now, online tax filing software does a great job of incorporating it. However, a mistake could really cost you down the line, and I really encourage you to run this transaction by a tax professional or financial advisor on how to enter it into software, or better yet, delegate it out to your tax preparer in filing your taxes that year. As I would prefer you to stay focused on growing and running your business than on the actual minutia involved in a Roth conversion, I'd rather you spend your time and energy on the big picture goals of Roth conversions, and again, not the minutia. The fix is in. Now you know the basics about Roth conversions and that even high, high income earners are eligible to do them. Please stay tuned for more content on Roth conversions, some specific use cases, and some major considerations in doing some in future episodes. Action items from this episode. See if you have funds inside of a traditional IRA or qualified retirement account like a 401k. Then see if your custodian will allow you to do a Roth conversions. If your custodian will not allow you to do one, it's going to take a little bit more legwork to execute, but it is likely still possible for you to do. Then start annually reviewing if Roth conversions make sense for you. Some years they may not, but it is an important annual exercise or one to delegate to your tax preparer or financial advisor. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Please check out our website, FreelanceFinanceFix.com, for more information on subjects important to freelancers and tons more information on Roths. And please stay tuned for more tax tips for freelancers. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Before you go, one thing you should know, this isn't legal tax or investment advice, it's just a show. 
Cause tax laws are tricky And investments complex Get professional advice Do more research So you'll never lose We are the freelancers, my friends And we'll work from home Till the end We skip the cubicles Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice. 